0: Hello and welcome to the Infinite Creative Podcast. My name is Fitz. This is Sean. <laughs> Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Fitz and Sean. Um, we are basically talking about everything creative, um, freelancing, business, kind of motivational stuff, everything that you would consider like um, art in a way. Or how would you describe this podcast, Sean?
1: Um, Well, it's really just two creative guys drinking coffee and talking about creativity and whatever that means going forward. Um, Even as uh, the computers take over the world, what does creativity
0: mean? Oh, and that is actually the topic of today, AI, computers, and the art scene, I would say. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Art art, art design, creativity in general, just like how... uh, you know what is the effects of AI? Obviously, that's a huge topic. So, um, yeah. Think... So, what is the
0: topic that you came up with? Because, like, I I want to go through like the sections what people can expect now, and yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, our first episode, I think we just kind of jumped into some new news. So, I think um, in this case, we'll we'll do the same. We'll kind of jump into, you know, just some kind of new things that have come out. So, you know, in the last couple months. Um, I've been seeing a lot more stories around artificial intelligence and its effects on the creative industries. I, I don't know if you have if, you, if you've seen anything in the videography world, but I know in the yes. in the graphic design world and the web design world, um automation is alive and well um and can be concerning in, in some respects. I know there's been some times that I've I've ran up into situations where it's me already versus the AI, and that's really interesting. When a client is, um, well, I can get um, a machine to do what you're doing for five dollars and two minutes. And so, yeah. so it's very interesting. I've already ran into some weird friction with AI. I don't, I don't know if you've ran into anything yet.
0: Um, actually AI is like kind of helping me. Like I use like AI software where it's analyzing, like, let's say you have a 1080 or 720p, um, video and you can upscale with AI. And it's basically drawing in between the pixels, what should be there and you get more detail. And it's not like, just like, um, you know, um, how do you call that when you're, you use the illustrator versus like a PNG and you just scale that up, you know, and it becomes pixely. There's like a difference, you know, it knows what's in between because it assumes what would be logical to be there. It like it saved me a couple times, like, or you can denoise footage, and that's what is nearly impossible to do for a human, you know. You could go and Photoshop and do all those things, but mm-hmm. bunkers. And well, yeah. yeah,
1: well, what's what's crazy there is, um, and to get a little scientific here is um you know uh, uh, like what you said where you're 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 having two pixels on the screen and then you're having AI being intelligent enough to find that middle pixel that's existed since the 80s that's called anti aliasing so it's very interesting that there's there's already been automations but now you're seeing something that's like well let's do that at a click of a button so it's like really funny yeah. so it's like vectors have been around since the 70s which is what you're talking about vectors is scaling infinitely raster images have been around since Like the 60s or 70s. And so, so it's funny, like these, these automations have kind of already existed. But now it's like, um, yeah, it's like, well, let's just remove the human part of it right now before you had to go to the anti noise filter and, and scroll that bar to the left and right and use your eye to see if it looks good. But now it's like, no, let's just press a button. We don't need his eye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) basically it's 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 kind of crazy but on that note also there's like ai generating like captions there's ai like i don't know if you heard about that google computer that uh, basically can hold a conversation Mm -hmm. with you Mm -hmm. um that broke the news too i think like last week or something where people said like oh this is self-aware it's kind of alive you know somebody got fired for that um but Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's it's a weird stage of time where we are right now and i think like you cannot underestimate ai and i think everybody is underestimating it right now but overall it's worth talking about so what is your topic
1: (laughs) what is my topic okay well yeah so let's get into it so like um you know so so one of the uh the uh, papers that um, the university of Oxford and the um, oh. internet Institute have created is this, is this um, paper called AI and the arts. And, and it's,
0: uh, it's about this how is mach- an NFT. <laughs> it looks like an NFT. <laughs> it almost looks like an
1: NFT, right? Yeah, I know. Where, where's yeah, the, uh, where's the ugly chimp in there? I know you can find it somewhere. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, how, how machine learning is changing artistic work. And, and it's a really interesting read. I, I've, I've read halfway <laughs> through it, but um but it's really interesting in how it really talks about how you have these generative algorithms, these things that are, that are doing their own work, right? They're being their own artist. And, and does this mean that there's not going to be any more art um, artists in the world, right? Because machine learning can do the art world. It can do the technical community. It can do cognitive sciences and yeah. philosophy. It can do all these different things. So does that mean that if it can do all these things and pull from all these different resources, is it, is it going to do it better than um, a human would? And does that mean there even needs to be a human? Um, yeah. And so, so with that being said, you know, um, what this article, to kind of give you a little bit of spoiler of what this entire study gets to by the end of it, is that while um, it is going to be taking some of the artistic freedoms that we've had in the past away, it's actually going to create new artistic freedoms. And so it's scary for us to see because we don't know We like it's like talking to someone in 1970 about, you know, someday you're going to be combining images together on this computer screen and then animating them to be 3D and visual. They would be like, you're crazy. Like, that's that's bonkers. So it's hard for us to see in 30 years what the heck is a creative? What are we even doing? And so by the end of this, it's really interesting because it says, like, while maybe 50 percent of what us creatives have done is going to probably be taken away. There'll be a new fifty percent added that we have yet to even comprehend yet. So it's actually really interesting. So, so I want your thoughts to say, of like, do you think, oh um, do you think,
0: <laughs> oh boy,
1: do you think like AI is going to replace everything that it takes away from us? Do you think we're still? Do you think creatives as a whole? Do you think we're going to still have? Um, you want to
0: get the true skill uh, scoop, like what I would truly
1: believe. Yeah, yeah, I definitely do. Okay. okay. Where are Let's we? get
0: right yeah. into it. Let's get right into it. You know, there is um, a program called GPT free and it's basically you say something to or you type something into that site or that program and it can code a website for you. You describe it, it speaks and does what you want it to do and it pulls from all those databases. It's a little bit limited because it only gets fat like certain uh, certain um information because basically it can already code. So if you want to have a site that's coded in a certain way, does a certain thing, it will just do that. There's like YouTube videos reviewing, uh, reviewing it. It draws pictures just from you describing what you want it to be. And it just comes up with it. It's crazy. Um, you can also invest in that. And I kind of wanted to do that, but I couldn't (laughs) because like, and
1: what's the name of it again, just one more time. uh,
0: GPT free. Um, there's, um, cold ones episode about it. It's kind of crazy. Um, that is just like four years ago and it writes blog articles and you would not know that blog article is written by an ai versus uh, not an ai but by a program because it's not um completely ai i think i'm not sure if it's considered ai or if it's just in program because like AI is like kind of an interesting thing because some people don't really know what AI is. And it's like um, they learn from trial and error like we learn, you know? You do a design, somebody tells you this doesn't really work and you redo it, then you learned, oh, this worked. Then you do a second one and then you combine what you learned and and over generations, it's getting better and better and better by trial mm-hmm. and error, basically. And that's how those programs work. And it's kind of crazy mm-hmm. because like we have only one lifetime and program has like, Millions of lifetimes that it goes over in like a couple hours. It's crazy.
1: Well, yeah, right. I mean, it's uh, what is learning, right? Learning is trial and error. Learning is um, is yeah, going through the wrong steps, right? So yeah, so like what you're saying, artificial intelligence, it's like it's it's doing the same thing. It's saying nope, 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 yes, but a lot yeah. quicker, a lot yeah, quicker. Yeah, but it than also tries.
0: Yeah, it also tries out new things because people sometimes say, like, AI will never replace us because, like, they are not creative. They don't have that special Shazam, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you see, like, oh, there's AI playing hide-and-seek in a video game and breaks the game Mm -hmm. where we would not even thought about breaking a video game. It's like kind of, you know, when people do speedruns and glitch the game to Mm -hmm. get, like, insane speedrun times of, like, five minutes through um, a whole video game. And that's what AI did already. So you can watch on YouTube um, AI playing hide-and-seek, and you will see how the first generation of um, players will do versus, like, the 10,000th generation of players. And they will play better than a human can and break the game. It's it's kind of really interesting and scary.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's really interesting, too. And, I mean, we don't have to go too far down this road. But, like, um, yet again, to get back to intelligence itself, um, there, there's there's two schools of thought right that you that you learn everything in your life so you're you're born an empty vessel but some people yeah. um, starting with John Locke back in the early 1800s believe that you were inborn with knowledge so if your dad was smart you're gonna tend to be a little bit smarter and then your kid will be a little bit smarter if you're smarter so so some people would argue that we are AI in a way that we we're a conglomeration of the thoughts of generations before us as well so um so yet again it's weird it's like AI and um, us are about this like almost the same exact thing our brain and AI they 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 work in the same way it just seems like AI where it takes us hundreds of years to get that inborn knowledge it seems like it's doing that in a year or two and that's kind of what's a little interesting
0: yeah. I kind of want to riff on that because like um I, I like the idea, if your dad was smart, you will be smart, but it's more mm-hmm. like, you know, if you have a computer and you have a strong computer and that not computer is the same type of computer, and obviously they're the same speed, same memory uh, memory and capabilities, but mm-hmm. what program they run is depending on, you know, how much they know, what to do, you know, that's what how I see like humans, you know, like there's, mm-hmm. If you, if you run really efficient computers and logics, you can be dumb, but if you have good mm-hmm. rules in life, you still get ahead in life if you like early invest and do all those things, you know? That's how I kind of see humans, you know? Like, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I see them as computers, but depending on what they know and what they learned and what rules they follow it depend, it will determine how they get ahead or not ahead in life.
1: Yeah, well, I think, I think one thing you're touching on is the fact that some of the best things you've ever done in your life were not logical period. And so AI runs off of logic. And so it's like, so so you can, I think, make the argument that until you have a computer that can somehow run off a chaos, which sounds scary all in on its own. um, I think that's maybe the missing ingredient, right? Is that, yeah, you've maybe like for me, like, yeah, maybe I've designed a website, you know, and I know that all websites need to have a hero area with a call to action and a menu bar. However, maybe I, there's a weird website. I'm like, no, we're going to throw this all out the window. We're going to yeah. literally have like, you have to scroll and it's a sliding visual thing that comes in. And sometimes those are the best websites, right? Cause we're all, we're all aware of what a, a website is just like a logo, right? Like, I can't tell you how many logos I see now that are just like, here's a box with another box, like in the middle Boom! It's so simple. It's so it's so clean. It's so, but it's like you know, the best logos to me though are the ones that are like, "What the heck were you thinking?" But that's awesome. You caught my eye. You had my attention. You told the story. So that's what
0: uh, AI does right now. It's possibly. like, it, yeah, so there's I mean, arguably, yeah. No, no, it's like um, kind of. I spent some time on that. Sorry for <laughs> speaking now about this, no, but there uh, um, um, there's Alpha Star, and it's basically like you you get basically a player, and you can go. Any path you want and that's what ai does it goes any path and tries anything out it can do so it tries random things that's basically what you just just described it's trying out random things and if they don't work it doesn't make it in the second generation but it will try them out and at second generation it will still try out new things and it only keeps what is like working and so it will find the most efficient way, but it always will experiment. And if it finds something that is like broken, works or not works, it will adapt that. And with logo design, it would be like, oh, ne- I never would have thought about that. If enough people like it, it will reiterate on that design or it will and, drop it.
1: And I think you're right. If if we're assuming the AI always starts at ground zero, which I don't, I don't think it would, right? Like I think... It yes. they would you would never be like oh hey AI I want you to start a logo and start with illogical stuff first I'm, I'm I'm sure that the programmers would be like here's the core set of rules to start even yeah so that's what's interesting is like you know to almost have something that's as good or better than humans you almost have to always have the AI start from nothing start from ground one like I don't like because like if if you if you give it these parameters of like a logo needs to do X Y and Z um, it's already limited a bit where. So it's interesting because, you know, in design, too, there, there's rules, just like videography. There's rules. Mm-hmm. And so we follow those rules, too. Um, but it's it's just interesting that, like, you know, so, for example, when I started a creative process, a lot of people nowadays, which I, I push back on, they start digitally first. So, like, if I'm going to make a logo, I'm going to open up Illustrator and just start playing with shapes and text. And a lot of people start there. But <clears throat> I always start pencil and paper because it's just like you want – the weird stuff like that's the coolest stuff I've ever done is is the oddball weird stuff that comes out of the galaxy right you know like all my logos there's always like those cliche here's three shapes or here's here you know here's like something that like is trendy right now and that everyone's doing right and so but it's nice when you start with pencil and paper because it's like those oddball thoughts is weird weird thoughts like that's where the cool stuff seems to come to like You know, I know in your video work, I've seen some of your 3D work and stuff, too. And I think it's the same thing where it's like, how the heck would you have ever come up with that if you had these constraints at the beginning? You almost had to just be like in this free flow state. But here's the thing,
0: though. Here's the thing. Like, we all work with databases. Like, you, you went for art school and they basically, like, draw your thing first before that, you know? Or whatever you already learned is your database that you work from, you know? It's not like that you walked outside and threw some mud against the fence and like, oh, this is the logo now. That could be step one, you know? Now your step one is like my, – I'm just going from pen and paper and then to digital, you know? But you're working from the database that you already have. But if you would be truly creative, you know, like the super whatever, you would just do something super weird, you know? What mm-hmm. is like – what would break the concept kind of, but everything we kind of do is in those da- databases, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, um, I, I think you have a great point there. You know, I think um... – you know, there, because you, some... you
0: follow rules, you know, like in the end, like you follow the rule of like, oh, I should draw that out and come up with whatever I can draw. What is like a limitation by itself?
1: Well, like one um, – so I would love to show you this real quick. So yeah. like one, one designer that's 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 pretty well known for breaking the rules is Stefan Sagmeister, um, one probably one of the top uh, contemporary designers right now. And yeah. some of the things that he always approached problems with is how do I – how do we communicate – in ways that aren't your standard design, right? So, you know, so he does a lot of things where he's creating these settings to, to tell the message. And sometimes the, the setting itself overpowers the message. Um, you know, so like, oh. for example, here's him when he when he uh, partnered with, uh, with uh, I'm going to forget her name, or her last name is Walsh, when they created their own studio together. This was this was the announcement picture of them co- covered in cockroaches and and being dirty. This was them announcing we have a new studio, you know. Um, yeah. You know, here's here's another one where like they did a hand drawn layout with two tongues sticking out, um, talking about fresh dialogue. So it's like to get to that 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 really weirdness t- um, to to communicate something. You know, another thing that he liked to do is create type on faces and on bodies and to show that kind of yeah. weird structure. So it's like, how do you get to these kind of weird places right like could, could ai get here possibly um but you oh. know i think some of the coolest stuff out you, you there mean is...
0: like coming up with their own design and
1: own style like the concept yeah the idea uh, even the idea of like let's put text on people you know how like so like maybe i say hey I, ai um i want you to tell a message on a poster and get people's attention could they okay. have gotten to this you could probably make the argument yeah but but it's interesting. well that's GPT
0: free, like it will pull from all databases and basically does that. like you can describe anything and it will do anything.
1: Now we'll, now now what's interesting is <clears throat> so now it's all choice, right? So let, so if it pulls from everything in the world, including yeah. what I just showed you,
0: it will we'll... come up with its own way how it will display it. But it's some... kind of crazy, you know, because you don't tell it, like, I want to have 30% text or 20% text and 5% picture, you know, we'll just do something. Um, yeah.
1: And I think
0: what we're I wish I had about... that program. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy because, like, yeah. on YouTube, um, if you type in how people test GPT free, GPT free YouTube, um, for examples, I try to pull it up, but it's like, whoa. Yeah. Free. Example, maybe it's it is quite the thing, yeah, but yeah it, oh yeah,
1: I and, and I believe you by the way, I think what's interesting is the um because we're gatekeepers, right? We all have muses in our head, and the AI yeah. has its own muse, and so it's us, so we're the gates to that muse becoming physical reality. the idea is becoming physical, so it's like what so out of the ether like what do you choose is what matters, so what does the AI choose out of the millions of different things, hmm. and so that that's yeah. it's kind of interesting. Yeah, sure. I think
0: good. yeah so I think like we're uh, right now at like a transition point where we are like okay we got this awesome tool where we can do mm-hmm. like a lot of things um mm-hmm. it's it's really hard searching on YouTube and talking you know no, it's totally cool. Yeah um, but basically we're at this transition point where we basically can pick and choose what tools we're going to use but at one point the tools become too powerful that I think we are not really valuable for the the tool itself, you know, because we will be the hindrance, you know, and we will not be efficient enough. What so, is like okay. very dark and gloom, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I want to get into that a little bit. So, so you're, um, so you're, so is that your kind of prediction? Do you feel like AI will become better at creating things than humans? Do you think? Yeah. You think I it I think we're
0: already at that point where you can you can generate like already. Um, people like photos of people that are like realistically looking, but they don't exist, you know?
1: So I guess that's, that's, I guess a core thing as well is, I guess, what is the value of creativity then? Right. We almost have to get to that level, right? What, what's, what is the value? Is it, is it creating something that's never been done? Is it, I mean, like, what is the most valuable thing of creativity and does AI do that? Um, Because I guess the the best, I guess the the reason for creativity, right, is to communicate to humans something, a thought, an idea.
0: Yeah. On that note, I think actually maybe creativity is something else. Creativity maybe is just like the trial and error of trying something new that you never have tried beforehand. And it's the next thing for the iteration, for the next iteration to maybe build on. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. So you're saying that what creativity is is it's 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 building something that doesn't exist before using disparate parts. So yeah,
0: or trying something new out or combining things that shouldn't combine, because like in the whole NFT place, there's like also um, a lot of people build NFTs with like AI and they randomly generate like certain things, you know. And some sometimes they fool you and you think an artist did that, but an artist did not do that. Well, it's kind of scary and crazy. It well, is, and... it
1: is, it is. And I can go off on NFTs at some point. Um, yeah. Those can get my blood boiling a little bit because what's interesting to me as an artist yeah. is, you know, don't go out and buy an NFT from some business guy in New York who owns NFTs. Go to your local gallery and and, and pay money for an artist's piece of art. Like, it blows my mind that there's all this love around NFTs, all this kind of this elevation of NFTs where it's like, go support your local artist. Like why there's so many people that don't go buy their own paintings, but would buy 10 NFTs. It it kind of blows my mind. It's this kind of yeah. people value the, the, the commercial aspect of it more than the the thing itself. It seems like, and that's, that's where I get really worried about AI is it, it makes it all very cold. It's, you know, well, well, it's just, it's just a, it's just a formula and it's just creating a flat image. And, and all that flat yeah. image is, is just currency. And, So it just it gets this weird place where it's like it just it gets great yeah right now
0: i think like the whole nft and yeah it's just a money crap you know but i personally think like Mm -hmm. the technology by itself is like oh if you want to make sure somebody subscribed to you and he was subscriber number one and you have that as a blockchain code, it would be like the way to go, you know? And it basically, you can sell them, like you can sell your, hey, I was the first subscriber or the first supporter of that show, you know what I mean? So like, it gives you a lot of things and possibilities that you wouldn't have right now, you know? You would be not able to transfer like, I was number one fan since date one, for example, and you could buy that for like fifty cents to support your artist, you know. You could, you, you see true. what I mean? Like That's you could true. make an NFT as a way of supporting your art, and you only um, validate this type of NFT, for example. So, so,
1: so I will. So I'll say this. So you know, uh, and it's funny because we're jumping around a little bit because AI and yeah. NFTs—they're a little bit different, but they're, they're they're definitely similar. Is that is the fact that you know it, it seems like NFTs are just a better w- it just opens up the world for touch points between the artist and people, right? Where before, yeah. if you were to come to the gallery, you had to buy my painting, or you had to, um, either had to buy my painting or buy some prints or maybe some postcards, or maybe you would you'd like my Instagram or something. But that's about it, right? There wasn't that much. Maybe yeah. just some t-shirts. It was always physical products. So, so it is. So, so what you're saying, it is kind of cool to 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 sell people bragging rights, essentially. Yeah. Um, I was I was the first one there. I went to his show, or I, you know, so so I, I can see that to a degree. But you know, I don't know, man. We 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 live in a time that we've already had technology before us during our lives, and 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 it's interesting because you know what this makes me think of yeah. is that is that high score on that pinball machine at that arcade when you were ten years old. Who gives a crap about whose name was on that high score thing, right? Like you don't yeah. care. That doesn't. That's not stuck in your mind over the years. So. So that's almost why I think about MTs is like, so what? You were the first person to go to a Banksy show. Like, it's not yeah. that big of a deal, really. Um, so I think I think even that's hype. I think even like you know humans I think are, are are creatures that that tend to have ADD. And I think things like I have a little token that proves I went to this art show, while cool in the moment and does make you think, whoa, yeah, maybe when I'm eighty, I'll show this off. But I could just see a bunch of 80 year olds being like look over here look at my little nft gather around kids look at these nfts and then being like i I don't care about your your stamp collection grandpa
0: yeah yeah well but that's like the thing people like to collect you know we as humans we have like that hunter gatherer kind of sort of thing and we want to like uh display like oh i got swag you know or whatever to have that status and that Mm -hmm. is where it's very important for a human but is it really like that valuable you know what i mean
1: well and what's funny to kind of bring it full circle right is and then those nfts are made by a robot so are we not just being played like it's like (laughs) a robot being like here's this buffalo skin for you to show the rest of the tribe it's like "Eh." yeah like what what on the one
0: side it's like it's really hard to um like like right now it's nearly impossible to basically um change the blockchain you know so it's like it's near impossible and that is the most secure way of like authenticating like oh this thing is real you know and what would be really good for credit cards and like uh, signing documents online because you copy and paste the picture uh, you know and modify it you don't know if it's real if the you know if the person yeah. who signed it and send it you cannot like. make sure it's real you know but if it's um mm-hmm. bind to a blockchain and you see like oh this is not the real thing then it becomes really valuable right now people don't do this but in the future they will use the blockchain to make online transaction and whatever trackable and then it becomes really valuable but right mm-hmm. now everything is just like oh i'm just putting an nft on there and selling a picture but nobody cares if that thing is real or not you know
1: yeah i mean yeah yeah i mean it is it's the wild wild west right in both ai generative art and nfts i mean i mean god like when, when would you say NFTs really became a thing? I mean, what what year would you say that was? When did they? When did NFTs even enter the the world?
0: Yeah, I, now now we kind of switched topics, you know, from AI computer to NFTs. But I think like it's still like kind of related, so we should just hit I on think, it. I yeah, think yeah, we're close because like <laughs> um, what was it, Beeple crap or oh, Beeple? People, mm-hmm. did yeah, you Beeple. know that artist, yeah, the, artist. He, mm-hmm. the OG, super creative, you would say? Um, he's coming up every day with a new piece of art. What is like uh, made in like a 3D animation software? I don't even know what he's using, it's not Blender, I think. Um, but he's like creating art for like 10 years, and he's like the OG. Um, some, sometimes I think he was on a podcast from Joe Rogan where he said, like, he's actually not really thinking about, um, the art as much and people read into it. So he's just putting stuff together and people see meaning in it. What I really like, you know, because sometimes we, we overcomplicate things with like, there has to be a deeper meaning in there. There has to be like, you know, the message and yeah, he's just like, no, I like this. This is kind of trending and I've, I've, I've thought about that. So I just decided jeff bezos and something else you know
1: yeah yeah and i mean you know it's it is interesting because even he i think I, i've heard some of his conversations talking about his process and even he he's he he doesn't hide away from the fact he uses templates he uses things that people have already built um yeah. you know and i think this kind of this is how we can kind of relate it back to ai is just and who, and that we're AI really is is that we're we're all we're all combining things that have already been made, right? I think that's how the envelope yeah. keeps being pushed, right? So it's not like Beeple created the first ever texture. It's not like Beeple yeah. created, you know. But you know, I think
0: Beeple was the guy who basically sold the first biggest NFT drop. So that's why I was like right. bringing up Beeple. He he was like the guy where I was like, what you can make, how much money, you know, with your art
1: yeah yeah well well no 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 and you're exactly right and so i think i think beeple's interesting because he's the first example i think of a human acting like an ai and then making tons of money from it um you know where he's he's just like smashing things together to create interesting things that don't even have to tell an exact thing um and now he's been able to end up but it's just interesting, like people like I don't think there'll be another Beeple for a while. I think that's what's interesting is that he was kind of yeah. he's the first one that got through, and now you're going to have a million people trying to do what he did. Yeah, but um, who
0: who does something for 10 years every day? That's like already that track record is crazy.
1: It is crazy. I um, someday we, I can show, show this sometime on this podcast, but I did this thing um, where I did uh, six hundred figures, so there's 600 pieces of art over yeah. two or three years. And so I can tell you firsthand that that is so hard to do to just like yeah. constantly. And, and I think even with him, it didn't produce any money for the longest amount of time. It, it has yeah. to be, you know, like this podcast, it has to be, a, a you know, a, an effort of love before, yeah. before anything. And so, so, so a lot of people note, don't get to hit that the subscribe button. <laughs> hit the subscribe. It's the infinite creative podcast. And if you have any ideas, yeah. uh, Email them at infinitecreativepodcast at gmail.com.
0: Yeah. Not everything is about money, but yeah, this is about our passion. So that's why we're talking about random stuff kind of sort of. But yeah, to, so I guess to, kinda, to
1: wrap up the AI
0: talk, I mean, I, I I agree with
1: you to a degree. I think we're, we're going to lose a little bit of our value as creatives for sure. And I mean, even since I've become a designer in my 10 years, my 10 humble years of being a designer now, I've seen a huge change in my value. Um, so is that scary? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's scary. However, with that being said, I would say it just, it really just pushes all of us creatives to, to, to push the bar more, I'd say. So, so it's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think, I think you can still come up with a better idea than AI. I think so too, that I can too. But does that mean that when I, when I give you a, like a, like a creative brief, your yeah. first thing shouldn't be to go to Google and Google what other people have done. Because guess what? Now you're being like the AI. Now you're just going through the stuff that's already happened before and trying to combine it. So, so what I would almost challenge people is if you want to be better than AI, don't play the same game that AI is playing. Play a different <sighs> game.
0: I, I, I want to be devil's advocate right now because like <gasps> I think like <laughs> – sorry. <yeah. laughs> I, I personally think like you're right. You should be creative. But I think there's like level of – Humanity, you know, there's apes and there's humans, you know, and we're currently leveling out, you know, it's like, we cannot get better at a certain point and all our knowledge and skills that we acquire will get lost and get restarted with a new generation, mm-hmm. but that AI it will just improve, you know, and at, at that point, it's like, it's it's too good. And should we then just like, oh, let's do human stuff again, you know, and let's don't Google it, don't use AI, or should we use at that point... We right now. I don't know how my phone works, and I I should not try to build a phone. You know what I mean. We I should just use the tools I have for the mm-hmm. next higher level. At what point, you know, we're using the the you know. I, I think like if we would go back and. Do everything from scratch. Sometimes it's worth it and to be more human-like, mm-hmm. but at some points it's better to be like more machine-like and be a company and build the best phone out there, you know, instead of like, I'm building a phone from scratch, you know? You see what <laughs> yeah. I mean? It's like there's like companies, humans, and AI.
1: And <laughs> apes. You also said
0: apes. so <laughs> Yeah, that, well, them too. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't like we're leveling out. That's w- what I'm thinking
1: hmm because there's a
0: lot of crazy people out there you know
1: (laughs) well there's a lot of crazy ai's too so i think um yeah you know yeah we'll probably touch on this topic multiple times i think i think i think we're both right and i think we're both uh at least agreeing on the fact that doesn't seem like anyone freaking knows what's next right including us so
0: um so yeah we'll keep following this topic (laughs)
1: <laughs> <Closely>. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. On that note, like, yeah, every everybody has a different opinion about that, but yeah, let us know in the comments down below, um, if this is actually your opinion too, or if you have a different opinion, yeah, just share it with us. I also will link um all the sources that I have in my head from my opinions because, like, I saw some videos. That I'm already like really like biased on one side because I saw so many videos about AI because I was like very doom and gloom, and I'm like. I think in the future, um, we will not do like what AI does because like, yeah, apes will be apes, humans will be humans, and AI will become its own thing. But right now, we can use it. That's what I'm thinking. But- well,
1: to, to kind of a quote, what the um, Oxford study um, kind of finished on, what their final thoughts were in that whole study was that, um, was that what artists and most likely designers and creatives are going to be doing is using these tools to hack new designs. I mean... So, so yeah, we can, you know, instead of me worrying about page layouts, I I let the AI do the page layout, which leaves more time for me to do crazy other stuff that I never would have had time to do before. So, so yeah, so I don't think it's doom and gloom. I think it's going to be a little bit of, you know, like to use an example, you know, most designers don't do hand lettering now, you know, that's a special thing um, because we type now. But that doesn't mean designers went away once we were able to start typing. So I think that's that's what gives me hope is that maybe AI is going to take away some of the things, you know, like in Photoshop, you can automatically select the subject now by clicking a button. Did, do I miss that? Probably not. Was that what made me want to be a designer? Probably not. Um, yeah. For you, it's the finding the pixel in between the pixels to create sharper images. Does that make you less of a videographer? Probably not. So I think it's going to yeah. be these things of like, using AI to help you rather than using AI to hurt yourself. So yeah, yeah. yeah, We'll definitely have to bring this up uh, as as things.
0: What what I was like trying to say is like every community wants to be Everybody wants to be part of the community, so this is like mm-hmm. if AI becomes too good and it's not relatable anymore or it's becoming too advanced or it's too bad, we don't care about it. We will just do our thing, and we can go back to drawing. Mm-hmm. We can do whatever we do at our levels, and it will. it's all about building communities, you know, because, like, apes don't really care what humans do, you know, even though we're more advanced, you know? So it's like we're just a community. So we don't really have to worry about it unless it wants to get rid of us. <laughs>
1: yeah, unless that happens, right? Exactly. <laughs> the best the best creative
0: creative solution is to kill all humans.
1: Hopefully that's never the creative brief.
0: <laughs> yeah. AI if you're listening, don't do it. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah, leave comments uh, especially if you're a bot. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Oh, that yeah, we we'll get the bots on the viewers <laughs> skyrocket. Yeah, but uh, on a lighter note, I want to kind of go on now onto a fun video because like um, we talked now about about AI, um, creative doing art, and I found a video yesterday where I was like kind of my mind was blown. Um, It was on YouTube, somebody uh, built a Minecraft. Minecraft is a game where you basically have building blocks and you're dropped in a world and you can build stuff. And yeah, it's a survival game. It's not really meant for what the person did, what is already like a really creative idea. And it's more insane if you think about what it means, but I want to share my screen now and show you what it actually is. So we're sharing the screen. This is, I built a 1Hz Redstone computer. I don't want to play the whole video, but basically a person um, built a PC in Minecraft. And Minecraft was obviously not really meant to do this. And it's kind of crazy because each block has like... um, Oh, wow yeah has like abilities some are sand some are redstone and he basically built a computer the functioning parts out of the stones in the game and usually that game is like oh there's trees there's wood and some of the things do certain things but he built a working computer with the capabilities of a one hertz um yeah a one hertz computer that can run calculations it can run um code so basically in a video game somebody bought a co- uh, Built a computer that can run code in a video game with the game logic. What is like insane? And he will demonstrate all the functions of the computer. It can run a clock. It can calculate, um, and it's kind of crazy if you think about it. And right now, already people are like iterating that PC. Here, he's showing like fifty plus one hundred is one hundred fifty. He built a display in there. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Then he wrote a. Yeah, if you think about it, it's crazy that you can already build a computer in a video game. And, right, right, yeah. And, and, and was, then code in a video game what is not meant to happen. It is like abusing the system, breaking the boundaries. Um, The time that that player has to put in to build that computer even designing a computer from scratch requires an insane amount of understanding about how a computer works um how the game works um you would you would assume like certain things shouldn't be possible um but yeah he made it possible it's obviously not hacked and or like modified it's like he runs through a bunch of um, different examples um, people already reiterated on that. tried to improve the computer. <laughs> what is crazy if you think about it? And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's mind-boggling.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting, right? We are in this new exciting time of uh, building realities, right? Like, um, yeah. like we're we're pioneers, right? And so it's it's interesting to see these kind of. Yeah, that blows my mind, man. I mean, the amount of time, the sheer amount of
0: time to do
1: that. I mean, it's like and the, the
0: understanding. First... For me, it's the understanding. Like, how would you. There's like people who play in Minecraft and they automate like a farm so that you can farm like wheat, you know? So you build a farm that automatically gets um, the wheat taken out and then gets watered again. And that alone is like complicated. And you have to watch like tutorials and whatever. But that guy took it to a whole new level
1: just interesting because i mean because this makes me think of like you know steve wozniak back in the early 80s or whatever um yeah creating a computer or the first keyboard in his in his garage you know um that's what this reminds me of is you just have these people that are just bootstrapping it and figuring stuff out and you know yeah they're building old computers but is there argument that there could be a new computer a new type of computer developed in minecraft like something that yeah. doesn't even exist in real life, completely yeah. developed in another game. I mean, that's what's like. Ugh, that's just. Oh, that just blows my mind. That's yeah. a whole level. It's,
0: yeah, it, it is like kind of mind-boggling because some people say like, um, there's that theory that we live in a simulation, you know. And mm-hmm. the only way to counter that is like it would be impossible to make a simulation in the simulation. Well, now we're we're cross the level. Again, <laughs> it's, it's, it's clearly proven that we can run a computer. Or build a computer in a simulation that runs code. <laughs> what is like, so it wouldn't be impossible. Uh-huh. Well, just the extent yeah. of the, the the first layer, how good it has to be, is like insane.
1: Yeah, well, it's interesting because code is just you know all code can be boiled down to to the kind of uh, programming code you know your C sharp and and yeah. and things like that. So it's like all code has ever been is just making it easier and easier and easier. Um, and so it's like, now we're in this place where, where we don't even have to type in code. We're now just talking about visual objects that represent code. So even the code, even in Minecraft is getting simpler and simpler and simpler, you know, 3d animation stuff too. It's, it's another example of like, you know, there's still the exact same code that Pixar used to make toy story. However, now there's just levels of code on top of it that have made it easier and easier and easier and easier. But the code is still there. It's like it never went away, right? Like that Minecraft, there's still C-sharp code. If you were to cut through all the levels of what's going on here, all the way to the Minecraft programming language, that there's like, even there, there's like still that same code that was developed way back in the day. So it's it's really (laughs) interesting.
0: I'm just like imagining right now, imagine... Minecraft in two years and that guy and the community is building more computers, different variations that run a little bit faster and smoother. Let's say like Mm 50 megahertz or 60, and it will just evolve how it is, you know, because people do what they do. They always improve and try new things out. And now they're running a more efficient code on their computer. What could you do? You know, it's like, at what point you can play GTA on Minecraft yet? It is like, it's crazy to think about, you know, the future is becoming very weird.
1: I think that's, that's the one takeaway from this whole episode. The future is becoming very weird. Um, Yeah. So yeah, very weird. Right. I mean, yeah. So creativity itself, I guess to kind of, yeah, to combine, to to bring that back even is that, you know, like I was talking about, there's at everything, there's like this core code. I think you can say the same about creativity, right? like everything could still be boiled down to this core, the core ideas of what creativity is and what, um, so it's like, so maybe code and creativity are the same thing where they're just going to get built up more and more, but it'll always still be there. Like the, the heart of it will still always be there, but you just may have to keep digging more and more and more to get to the heart. Um, I, yeah, it's I good think stuff, like, man. we
0: should improve our code. You know, that's what we're doing. That's why we're doing this podcast, to get better at creativity, getting better in business, freelancing, and all that above. Um, should I share, like, the, the one thing, um, again, where I found OpenAI playing hide-and-seek?
1: Yeah, yeah, if you have that ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, show so, it. Let's
0: see. yeah, let's end it on this one. So just in case, if you follow our YouTube, you will see this, obviously. But if you don't, well... It's time to subscribe now on Spotify. I will um, explain what's happening right now. I'm sharing the screen about um, the AI game that was coded. And it's basically like um, two teams and they basically can hide behind things. And the goal is like from each team to get found and like hide and seek how you know it. You can move certain things. And this is how the, the players are playing. Nobody teach the AI what to do, how to do it. AI learned it by itself, by trial and error, like trying random things. And then I learned like, oh, if I get found, it's bad. Oh, if I move this and this is gonna happen. But then they glitched the game too. So this is how everything should work. AI is basically using it and they get caught. And then I've tried to find it where they, yeah. There was a point in the video where they basically AI gets out of the game, where it's like, oh, now you cannot find me. And it would take a human player an insane amount of time, like the computer Minecraft, to come on and uh, to get this idea to get out of the game so you cannot be found with a bug. And it's like after like millions of iterations, you know? Like in the beginning, it's like, uh, where's the graph? There's somewhere a graph where it shows like how how much, how long it takes like with each iteration, it just becomes better and better, and here's like billions of samples that is like the iteration that it goes through. How many games you play at like hide and seek This is in the billions where a human could maybe play a thousand games of hide and seek or you know hmm. what's well, kind of crazy uh I think I've maybe found it no, I did not found it anyhow. That, that's what I want to end the video with. <laughs> oh, yeah? Crazy. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, yes. I guess to just kind of wrap this all up,
1: because um, I think we're going to touch on this multiple times. It's such a huge topic. There's so many subsets of this, too, to get into. Um, yeah. I think, you know, it's interesting. I think, I get, yeah, I guess to wrap it up, I think creativity is going to always exist. To get back to it, there's always going to be this core, the core code. And us humans created that code to a degree we created what creativity is what that means over hundreds and thousands of years but um but i think what we're seeing now is that creativity has value but but the process itself can be can be given to the to to ai can be given to these tools and that you know um I think we're only at the beginning of this. I think we're only, you know, so you, so in this video, you know, you're showing that we can't play the same game a billion times, but AI can. Um, yeah. And what we've talked about before, where AI can pull from a million different things quicker than we can. Um, and you
0: reiterate on it, what is like, sooner or later, it will become different, you know, and uses yeah. the system and plays the game. Like I shared my screen right now, and I, I found the spot where it's basically... So the red players have to stay um, for 20 seconds like, and wait till the blue players are hiding. And in the mm-hmm. 20 seconds, they glitched out the ramp. And now they basically bunkered themselves in with the two boxes so that the red players cannot go into that room and basically breaking the game. The ramp is not meant to be out there. That was the glitch in the game. So basically AI found out through trial and error, like if I do this kind of sort of thing, the game will glitch out and I can hide behind the walls and the other player will not get me. What is like abusing the system? What is like really creative Mm -hmm. and nice? You would never, ever come onto that unless you have dumb luck or trial and error.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, but also, you know, you gave the AI home field advantage. I want to see this built out on a sandlot with real walls built and real boxes, and then see if AI can cheat. That would be the ultimate thing. They have home field advantage. You have code figuring out how to manipulate code. That doesn't actually impress me that much. That actually is yeah. cheating, and that doesn't necessarily <laughs> that impress me. That, that doesn't impress me. So, I mean, so what I would say is, like, yeah, okay, cool. They did that. But now let's get real boxes and stuff and get a robot out there and see how long it takes for them to really cheat in real life when the power goes yeah. out.
0: But, but <laughs> the point is, like, with the cheating, um, the the regular versions are, like, already bad, uh, better than players. Like, what is, like, like real humans? So if you would put them in a real scenario, we would not be able to compete. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I, I See, I, I I may push back on that. I would love to see... I'd love to see this game next next to oh. two humans, and I and I'm sure the humans. The best take... of the
0: world versus AlphaStar, just in case. AlphaStar is like an AI that is self-learning and it plays against the best human player. And there's a whole episode, they released a player so you can play against it. And yeah, then they did that with the game Go. You know that, um, mm-hmm. I think it's a Japanese game where it plays Go. Yep, it's Go an game, AI. yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's very simple, but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy scary. So I don't <laughs> want to compete against AI. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> because well, I know my limits. Well, yeah, yeah. And I mean... Um... And it doesn't need to be,
1: I guess. Yeah. With creativity, we can all coexist. I think so. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's finding that worth for, for yourself too. Yeah. As a creative in the middle of this AI world. But I think we're fine. I think we all have to be good at adapting. I think that's the biggest takeaway for me is, um, you just got to adapt. You have to be okay with adapting. Um, And I think we, you know, be willing to throw out the rules before an AI does. And you may be surprised you may be able to do better than an AI. It took that AI billions of times to realize how to break the rules. What if you could be the human that breaks the rules on the first try?
0: Yeah. So. Exactly. On that note, like I said, this is like, um, it's a weird topic and it's a little bit over the heads, but there's a lot to see and a lot to learn, but we're very curious about your opinions. Um, Yeah. So where can they find us, Sean? (laughs) <laughs> Sean. Um, so if you
1: go on to uh, Instagram, you know, you can find us at the infinite creative podcast. Uh, so at infinite creative podcast, um, send us emails at infinite creative podcast at gmail.com or find us on Spotify, uh, infinite creative podcast as well. We're on there um, yeah. as well as YouTube. So Follow us, like us. We, we need those early followers, so please and uh, send us any messages or comments. If you'd like to have us talk about something, even if it's way over our head like this was, uh, send it to us, yeah. and we'll do our
0: best. Yeah. So thanks for listening, and rate the podcast five stars just to support us. I forgot to say that on Spotify. But anyhow, have a good day.